Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Ting Lin of the Ting Times. Ting, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Ting so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And Ting Lin is a multi-talented and creative entrepreneur in the DMV area. She is a fashion consultant for Ting Lin Fashion, specializing in wardrobe audit, personal shopping, and fashion styling. She is a singer and songwriter for Ting Lin Music, creating and performing original songs with multicultural and cross-genre elements. And she is the founder of the Ting Times, striving to support creative Creatives who want to pursue unconventional careers by providing resources, mentorship, and opportunities. Ting, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I am. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started and what led you to start with all the awesome things you're working on. Um, well, so I'm an artist. You know, that's my that's where my heart is at. And all of the things kind of took shape throughout the years. It wasn't just like I woke up and I'm like, okay, I'm doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And because, because I'm somebody that loves doing so many creative things, I had to kind of say, well, what am I most passionate about? And that's fashion and music and also community. So that's why there's Tingling Fashion, Tingling Music and the Ting Times. The Ting Times is basically an umbrella for everything that I do. Um, but eventually it will morph into an organization that supports other creatives that want to do what I want to do, you know, creative things. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I just, I, I just love, I guess, be able to, I guess I want to have a career, um, doing things that I'm passionate about, um, because I have been into the retail world. I have been in the corporate world and I realized I'm the happiest when I, you know, do my own thing. Uh, have my own business and do things that I'm truly just passionate about. So this is why, you know, I kind of started all of these different ventures. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I think when we first connected, I, I talked about, you know, the creativeness of entrepreneurship at its heart. And I believe that creatives are, are the people that are most able to figure out how to solve these problems, how to sometimes merge different um, talents and interests into one that can kind of help and create that, that, um, that movement or that, um, I guess, um, solution for certain problems that we have in life. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think creativity isn't just for the artists, I think creativity can be a lifestyle. We also mm-hmm. talked about this where I feel like um, a lot of people think of creatives as just artists or, or musicians or fashion designers or graphic designers or, you know, like all of these boxes that people think creatives are. And I don't believe that. I think creatives exist in every single industry, in every single field, as long as you're somebody who thinks outside of the box who wants to solve uh, problems in your industry creatively um, and, you know, who just want to be change makers. So I consider all of those people creatives and, you know, creativity can be brought into daily lives where you're not so like stubborn at solving a problem in one way. 
where you are more flexible and like, well, let's consider other options or let's consider other people's opinions or let's consider other aspects or, or perspectives and looking at a problem. So, you know, creativity, I feel like it's a way of life. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said that it's, it's a way of life because I think so many times we get, the, the, I guess the worst thing you can do is tell a creative that they need to fit into a box and mm-hmm. they need to check off those boxes, so to speak, because I yeah. think that not only limits their creativity, but I think it also limits the, the impact that they can have on the world. Because I think so many times yeah. we get so focused on doing things one specific way, but it's the creative, it's the person that is able to kind of do it in a different way or look at it in a, in a different way that allows that opportunity to create these innovations and these things that really we're even using in this very uh, moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, and also being creative doesn't mean you have to do everything originally. Like there are a lot of things that already exist, but as long as you do it your way and you bring something different to the table, it doesn't mean you can't do what other people are doing. It doesn't mean you have to come up with something totally original because in this world, it's really hard to just say everything that we do is original. I feel like we're all inspired by someone. We're all influenced by different people that have come before us. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think people shouldn't be afraid to be like, well, I don't have anything original. It's like, no, just do it your way. That is original enough, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I often say, uh, if you run your own race, you can't lose because nobody can run your race like you can. So that's right. Um, I, I know you're running your race and, and you're at, at least a triple threat that you mentioned. Could you talk a little bit more on the different aspects that you have, you know, in your, in your business and what you're doing and how you support those clients you work with? So, yes, I definitely do things my way. Um, you know, for, for my fashion clients, um, I can talk a little bit more about. So the way I kind of treat my fashion clients is that I'm pretty much their friend. Um, because when I look at fashion, it's something that's very personal. It's not just about the clothing. It's a, it's a mindset. Um, it's about their confidence. It's about their self-image. It's about their, how they feel about their body, how they feel about themselves. So the fact that they come to me and like they're vulnerable and they're expressing all of these inner feelings they have about themselves to me, I can't really treat it as, Oh, you're my client. I am your fashion consultant. I, I kind of open up and I'm like, I'm your friend. I'm here to listen. I'm here to support and I'm here to help you however you need me to help you. Right. So, you know, I treat my clients as friends and the way we work is like, you know, I, I listen, I'm very patient with them. I customize my service based on the client. There's no like one box fits all kind of thing. Um, so because I want to tailor my service, um, you know, to them specifically, so I can really, really help them. Um, and it's not about like pushing my fashion sense onto them. It's about helping them discover their own fashion sense and help them develop their individual styles. And um, yeah, you know, I, to me, it's, it's very, it's an honor to be able to, to work with my clients because they're just so honest with me about themselves and about what they need. Um, so, yeah. Nice. No, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I think, you know, when we definitely connected to like uh, the, I guess the symbolism of fashion as well, too, I think so many times we forget like, oh, I'm just putting on this shirt or I'm just, you know, dressing up in this, but what it represents is so much more. So I love that, obviously, the the customized approach that you have, but I love how in tuned you are to that aspect as well. And not just seeing what the clothes are, but what the clothes represent and how it creates that, that forward momentum. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the clients, they already know, they already know something about fashion. A lot of them, they're like, oh, I don't know anything about fashion. I'm like, 
you've dressed yourself for so many years, you know something about fashion, you know, but it's about building up that fashion knowledge. And that's kind of where I come in where, you know, I'm not necessarily telling a client, well, I don't like this, or I like this for you. I explain to them why I like this on them, why I don't like something on them, why they should keep something, why they shouldn't keep something. So kind of bring in that expert knowledge because I've worked in fashion retail for like many, many years, you know, throughout college, throughout my career. Um, and I've also studied fashion design. Um, and I, you know, I just, I've been in the industry for a long time and I've been an executive assistant too, uh, working alongside like executives and overseeing the whole process of creating a garment. So, you know, I've seen a lot and that's kind of the expertise I bring in is, you know, kind of telling someone, you know, why certain color works for them, why certain silhouette works for them. And also encouraging them to not follow trends, but, but mainly focus on their own style. Because when you follow trends, a lot of the trends are not for every single body type and for every single person. Um, so it's important to kind of see what really works for you instead of kind of just chasing what's the newest item, you know, I have to have in my closet. Nice. Yeah, I appreciate that so much because I think kind of like what we were talking about with business where so many times you can get locked in on one specific way of doing things. A lot of times mm -hmm. you can lean on the expertise of others. And a lot of times, like I said before, when you start to run somebody else's race, that's when you lose. That's when you don't stay true to yourself. So looking for answers externally when really we should be looking for answers within and then kind of learning more, sharpening the saw and going forward from there. Yeah, I mean, it's about like learning about your body type and learning, you know, because some people do experience some changes in their body types. Mm -hmm. A lot of clients I talk to, they're one body type, and then they're like, well, I'm working towards this other body type. So just kind of like being patient with yourself through that throughout that journey and knowing what really looks good on you, be really honest with yourself, know what you want to show, know which part you don't want to show, um, just kind of have those internal dialogues. So then when I come in, you know, you're honest with me and I can really help you. And, you know, I, I work with my, I work within my client's comfort zone, but I'm also there to push their boundary a little bit because you don't really learn if I'm just saying yes to everything that you yeah. like. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you don't grow unless you get outside of that comfort zone. And that's definitely for sure. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, I mean, I feel like a couple of things sets me apart. I think one is that, you know, my passion for what I do. Um, it's pretty apparent because I have all the energy and all the time in the world when I'm doing something that I love. So I bring a lot of passion into um, the way I interact with my fashion clients or music or other creatives. Um, you know, you can, you can feel the passion and you can feel that, that I'm genuinely, you know, loving what I do. And I'm providing a lot of honest opinions, a lot of good information. So I think my passion is one of one of my secret sauces, I would say. And then definitely what I touched upon is the personalization of my services. So there's not like, you know, you don't feel like you're getting treated the same as everyone else, just like a cookie cutter in a cookie cutter way. Um, I kind of tailor my services to you personally. I would say that more for fashion, um, for music, you know, for me, it's, again, passion is there, but um, for music, I'm there to push boundaries. So it's, it's not so much, oh, what do everybody else like? It's, it's kind of like, what do everybody else need? You know, what isn't out there already? How can I do things my way and make it interesting 
make the, you know, make it sound good, but different. And um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want okay. to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Um, so one of the habits that I do have is that I like to finish everything for that day on that day. So what that means is that, you know, we have to-do lists for every single day, right? And sometimes we don't get to all of it and that's fine. But I set some goals of what I want to accomplish on one day and I try to stick to those goals and get them done, you know? And, and it's, it might sound overwhelming, but my strategy is that, you know, every day we'll have more things to do. So if we finish, you know, some things that we set for one day, then on the next day we can work on something new and, you know, other things on the to-do list instead of feeling overwhelmed and feeling like the list never gets, you know, gets shorter. And, and it's, it's worked for me so far. Absolutely love that. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. If I can hop in a time machine and tell, I guess, my younger self being, I guess, in the 20s, you know, maybe when I was 21, um, that's kind of when I moved to New York and had all these big dreams, you know, in the fashion industry. <clears throat> to tell myself that, you will get there. Just be patient with yourself. Appreciate that. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Ting, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO isn't just a title. Um, being a CEO is a mindset. Um, it's about taking charge. It's about being a leader. It's again, kind of everything I said, like being a change maker, be being a problem solver. Um, I guess kind of seeing whichever industry that you're in, kind of seeing what is needed. And if there's nothing there, take charge. So being a CEO, I think it's less about um, a title, especially in the corporate world, um, than a mindset in the entrepreneurial world. So I think anybody can be a CEO. And you, know, and you can be a CEO in every, field possible. It doesn't have to be in a corporate world, but you have to make sure you have what it takes. You have to make sure that you're willing to uh, put in the hard work, finish what you've started, um, be humble and learn and collaborate with people, um, make all the connections. Um, and you, you are CEO, then you are the CEO. Truly appreciate that thing, and I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Awesome. Um, well, if you want to learn more about the Ting Times, um, if you're a creative or you know someone who is a creative, then definitely check out www.thetingtimes.com. T H E T I N G T I M E S. Um, and also the Instagram for that is the Ting Times. Um, and then if you want to learn more about my fashion consulting services, if you're a brand or just an individual who's looking to, uh, for me to style a photo shoot for you or to revamp your wardrobe or to, um, you know, just help you change your style, create outfits, then definitely uh, check out www.tinglinfashion.com. And on Instagram, that's Tinglin Fashion. That's the handle. 
And if you want to learn more about my music, it's uh, www.tinglinmusic.com. And on Instagram, it's tinglinmusic. And I'll definitely have a couple very exciting things coming up. So definitely stay tuned. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again, Ting. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Um, But I appreciate you so much for all the awesome things you're doing and time you spent today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.